0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Ascend Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we are in Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4 reads, And he began to teach beside the sea, and a very large crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables. And in his teaching he said to them, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil and produced grain, growing up and increasing, and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and hundredfold. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parables, And those are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on the rocky ground, the ones who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. And they have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. Then, when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among thorns. They are those who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things enter in and choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. But those that were sown on the good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed? And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts it in the sickle, because the harvest has come. And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable shall we use for it? It's like a grain of mustard seed, which, when sown on the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants, and puts out large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables He spoke the word to them. As they were able to hear it, He did not speak to them without a parable, but privately to His own disciples He explained everything. On that day, when evening had come, He said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in a boat, just as he was. And the other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care? We are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Today our special guest that's going to be sharing the nugget of truth for us is an Ascend Student Ministry graduate who is back in the area and is back serving now other students in Ascend Student Ministry. And so we are blessed to have Farah Fisher come and share our nugget of truth today.
1: So what I love about Mark 4 is that there's so many different takeaways you can have and all of the parables are so powerful, but I wanted to focus mostly on the parable of the sower because I think it's super relevant to me in my walk with the Lord right now. And I think to the students we have at Ascend, but specifically I'm going to read verses 16 and 17 because that's what I'm going to be focusing on. So it says, and these are the ones sown on rocky ground, the ones who, when they hear the word immediately receive it with joy. And they have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. Then when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. Um, And the reason I chose this is because the root. I saw how it mentions that they have no root. And it's so crucial that we're, in this analogy, watering um, what the Lord has Given us so that our roots are deep and strong. And in that analogy, the water represents God's word. And something that I really struggle with is reading God's word every day. But if I'm not dwelling on God's word, then my roots aren't going to grow deep, and so it made me want to look at other parts of Scripture because when you see a theme in Scripture, such as the word "root," it's really good to look back at other parts of Scripture that mentions that same theme. Because as in Second Timothy three sixteen, it says that all Scripture is um, good for teaching and it's good for reproof and for correction. And so one, a couple verses that I love is actually in Jeremiah seventeen. And I'm going to read those verses. It's Jeremiah 17:7 7 through 10, I believe. It says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remain green and it's not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. So in verse 8, it talks about how this healthy tree is planted um, by the stream and its roots are deep and they grow deep because because of God's word. And so I just wanted to encourage students to really dive into God's word and ask questions of the text um, because that's what's going to grow us in our walk with the Lord
0: that's so great, Farah. You know, I obviously I see the overtones even of Psalm 1 in that Jeremiah passage yes. that you were reading and just the focus on that. And I think that that's something that's huge because as you think about like even right now here we are, we think about the trees that we have. They're dependent upon water and the rain that's come sometimes, but those roots as they extend them out as they grow them, they're they're there to get the nutrients that they need for the growth that's there and so It reminds us of that importance that we're abiding in Christ, as you've challenged us to think on today, that we're focused on receiving the nutrients from Him, and like you've just challenged the students, that we're doing that by studying God's Word. Uh, Our question for today, I really want to focus on that growth aspect, because when we look down at verse 20, because it says there that they bear fruit 30, 60, and 100-fold. Now, let's keep in mind, this is all the good soil that's there. But there's nothing here about saying you need to be the 30, you need to be the 60, you need to be the 100-fold. God is trusting and growing those fruits in the soils as he sees fit. And I think this brings to mind for me this concept of the comparison game that we can often fall into as believers. Hey, why am I not like the 30 Or why am I not like the hundredfold? I'm stuck being like the 30. Uh, And so what would you say to somebody who is struggling with comparing themselves to other believers and what they're doing and maybe wishing that they had better gifts or more visible gifts or other things like that? What would you say to them based upon just here in Mark, as well as with the rest of the things that you've studied in God's word?
1: Yeah, so there's a lot that comes to mind because um, I personally struggle with comparison a lot growing up. And I think that has really discouraged me um, when I compare myself to other people, whether they're believers or not. I think just growing up, that was a huge struggle. And something that I was taught actually throughout my time at youth group and just through God's word is that God sees everything and he gives us our gifts for a reason. Um, I forget what passage it's in, but there's a passage in the Bible that talks about how God's church is like a body. Not everyone should be an eye. Not everyone should be a nose or a hand or a foot because if we were all the same thing, we all had the same gifts, it wouldn't work as the full body is supposed to work, right? And so the reason God gives us different gifts is so that he can use us in different ways. And I might not be able to reach out to someone the same way that you might be able to reach out to someone based on the gifts that God has given you. And whether those are seen or not seen, God appreciates them all and loves them all because He's the one who created us. And so that's what's really encouraging to me is that I'm not doing these things to get the attention of others or so that other people see, wow, Farrah's doing these great things. My motivation should be to glorify the Lord in everything I do. So whether that's behind the scenes or up front, it should be for the Lord.
0: That's so good, Farah. And just even thinking about this farming motif that's here, you think about if you planted one kernel of corn in the ground and it yields 30, that's already amazing growth. That's a proof of the growth that's taking place, the soil. We're not called to compare ourselves to one another, but it's really hard not to. And so it's good to remember that, hey, we're all integral parts of the body of Christ. We're all needed and we're all looking to be faithful to what God has done for us. And so as you look here at Mark chapter four, as you study this, hopefully you find maybe another question from one of these other great parables that are in here uh, or some other part of the passage that you want to study in a greater sense. Find an answer to that. Seek to share what you're learning with others. So that you're expanding the reach of the gospel in doing so and allowing us all to collectively grow closer to God as we study His Word together. And know as you serve Him today, as you study His Word, as you live in light of all that's been revealed to you, that you are loved. You're-